our first problem with how the school transport system is run is that the minister herself has said that it's based on uh, a demand. It's a demand-led approach. This is what she said in a, an answer to a dull question tabled by Jennifer Whitmore a couple of weeks ago, which means that uh, a demand-led approach means that everybody's going to start making applications for their students for a school bus place in two weeks' time. The application period goes on until the end of April. And then presumably what happens is is the department sits down and tries to figure out the number of buses and the bus routes based on the demand. It doesn't really make sense as a public service. The way to go about it is is to base it on need. We all know the number of schools that there are in the county and in the area. We all know the number of students that are in the catchment area of these, uh, uh, the number of students who are in the catchment area, area of these schools. So we can sit down and we can figure out how many buses do we need to bring this number of students to this number of school places? Now, if that means that we end up with one or two buses that aren't entirely full, no big deal. Uh, we can tinker with it and improve the system as the years go on, but it means that we've got enough buses for the students that need them. So we have to move from this demands-led approach into a needs-led approach. That's the first thing. The second thing is, is last September when people were, de- were dealing with uh, all sorts of, uh, you know, they were under an awful lot of stress because information was coming through very slowly about what routes were running and whether children were going to be um, accepted onto buses and so on, is that there was a lot of discussion at the time about the nature of the contracts. As we all know, uh, what's happening at the minute is that it's not the department that provides the buses. In fact, it's not even the Department of Education. It's going through, you know, bus errand. But it's not the department... It's down to private contractors to provide the bus bus places. And fair enough, uh, that's a reasonable way to go, provided you have the right contracts in place. Now, we had an awful lot of hearsay information. I didn't have privy, I'm not privy to any of the detailed information, but a lot of hearsay information that some of the tenders for some of these contracts were a little bit on the low side. Um, maybe weren't realistic to begin with. So we'd be looking at, you know, if we're going to go that route, do we have somebody in place that's going to go through the tender numbers and make sure that this is a realistic number? And if it's not a realistic number, do we have something like a guarantee bond in place to make sure that if the contractor can't deliver on what he or she says that they're going to do, that we can recoup the costs and retender it? And if we're not going to be in a position to do that, can we please bring the service back into the department so we can run it correctly, you know, from day one. There have been issues um, in various parts of the country, in some parts of Clare as well, where there wasn't wasn't sufficient places available on school (coughs) buses. Um, Is that an issue that you've come across? Yeah, we have come across it. Now, I suppose in my area, in a gun low, yes, there was a certain amount of, again, it's hearsay information because we don't have any detailed breakdown of the numbers where people in East Clare were dealing with that kind of situation last September. Our best our best information to do with this is coming from Jennifer's office, Jennifer Whitmore's office up in Wicklow because she's our TD and our spokesman in this. So people are going to her with the issues and she was able to come back to us and say, look, yeah, six months after the event, I still have people coming in saying, my children don't have a place on a bus. So it's an ongoing issue. We know that there were five or six areas in County Clare that uh, really were affected by this last September. Ina was one of them that comes to mind. Maybe Christine, I'm not really sure about that one. And also in County Cork, we know that there were, uh, there was, you know, there were some serious problems across the county there too. So it's not just a, a, Clare, ba- a, a Clare problem, it's a, it's a, a countrywide problem. Uh, the tickets are likely to increase as well in cost. Yes, so it looks like. Looking as well at another uh, change, Gary, um, up until now, the way it's worked has always been that you go to your nearest school. That's going to change as well. 
Uh, I, is that really I, the way they work it at the minute is that you go to your nearest school and if your nearest school isn't able to take you then you will be accepted to the second school um, but again this is a sort of uh, this this is a problem that arises from this demand led approach I mean instead of doing it that way what if we just go back and say look we know how many schools there are we know how many students there are we know that in the school that's closest to all these students 50 of them aren't going to be accepted to that school so we know they're going to have to go on to the next school and we know that of that 50 10 won't be accepted in that second school they'll have to go on to the third now if we know that already and we pretty much do why don't we just sit down and figure out a system that's going to work for that instead of waiting for all the applications to be coming in where parents are going crazy filling out this form and that form for uh, for grants and for, you know, for uh, one student and another student, you know, like a primary school student going to this school, somebody else going to the... Just step back and deal with it in a sensible way. You know, we have, the, we have this kind of data. We know how to do it. We have the software. We can figure these kinds of things out. Will we get it perfect the first time, Peter? No, we won't. Of course, we'll have to tinker with it. But it's about having a system, you know. And this is, what some, this is something that I think is very frustrating about this government and previous Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael-led governments, Peter, is that it's very, very easy to announce things and say, oh, we're going to increase the number of people that we'll include that, uh, in, the, in the school transportation scheme. We're going to build more houses. That's all very easy. Delivery is very, very hard. Delivery is the tough bit. Anybody who's been out there who hasn't been involved in politics all their lives and just makes their living, you know, in the regular, you know, private world, they know that it's all about technique, experience and having the ability to deliver. The government, this government is not in a position to deliver. They just, time and again, no matter what the service is, we're let down. And so what we need to have is people in place who have the competence, the ability, the technique, the personality, the imagination, Peter, to be able to deliver these services. The local elections upcoming, um, Gary, as you will know, in June, from a Social Democrats perspective, what are the big issues facing Clare? What do you think Clare voters will be, will be voting on? Uh, there's a, well, we've been out on the doors now quite a bit and there's a whole range of issues that people are talking about. Healthcare and services, carer services, these seem to be the ones that people keep bringing to us more and more. Access to services, delivery of services, um, people feeling let down that, you know, they've got a right to some 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 service or other but they're not able to get at it or there's too much red tape so an awful lot of that stuff is coming back to us cost of living issues and a general sense of frustration i think going back to the point i was making a few minutes ago a general sense of frustration that with things like housing uh, you can uh, announce as many different programs as we're bamboozled with the housing programs that are out there. You know, I'm an architect. I can't follow the number of programs that the government has. How the average person on the street can be expected to follow, I don't know. Uh, it's that frustration that there's a huge number of programs that are available, but no delivery. And I think this is going to be what uh, the local elections will be about. Um, can you envisage at, at some point uh, and when the, the Social <coughs> Democrats getting a foothold or a toehold in the likes of Clare? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, we've got two great candidates running at the minute. We've Hilary Tonge running here in Ennis. Uh, I'd say she'll get elected. Uh, we've got Fiona running in, uh, Fiona Levy running out in uh, Killaloo East. She's the only, or uh, Clare East. She's the only woman running in Clare East. Uh, I'd say she'll get elected. Um, they're both extremely capable, very experienced people who know an awful lot about the delivery of things. Now, of course, we all know that the way the Irish local government system is structured at the minute, that councillors don't have much power to deliver on things. And, of course, the, you know, the, the, the obvious uh, argument to you know, somebody like us running is to say, well, what are you going to do when you get in? Because you're not going to have much power. Um, 
we have to start somewhere. So we have to be able to go in there with a voice that says, look, we need to be able to rest an awful lot of the power that's up in Dublin back into the local community so we can provide better services. So we have to start that way. And once we get in, we start, you know, working away, working away, annoying the people up in Dublin and resting power back down to to places like Ennis and local communities around uh, around, uh, Clare and the rest of the country so we can make the decisions that count which affect us. Um, The local elections generally seem to be um, more focused on the individual sometimes as opposed to the party compared to a general election maybe where people are a bit more likely to vote pro-government, anti-government maybe for a party. Is that how you see it? Traditionally that's been the way Peter. I mean I think in Ireland over the past, since far, as far back as I can remember it tends to be very personality led. We, we, we are inclined as a group of people and we have to take responsibility for this to see our local councillor as somebody who is like the parish priest from the 1950s you go along and you whisper in his ear and he'll, try, he'll go down and talk to the people and he sort something out for you but I do think that there's a new generation of people coming through people who've lived abroad who know what local, local authority systems are like abroad who have a lot more life experience who are exposed to much more to the workings of the world who have a different level of expectation of what local government should be doing and should be providing. And I think this is going to be significant in this election coming and in future elections. There will be a change there. And just very finally, Gary, um, from what you've heard um, from your candidates who obviously are out canvassing, is there one issue that they're hearing about more in Clare than any other? Is, is there one specific issue coming up or does it depend on what part of the county you're in, whether you're in rural Clare maybe or urban Clare? Yeah, it does depend on what part of the county we're in. Um, and I can't really say that there's one specific issue. There's no one thing that everybody's saying at the doors, but housing comes up, as you can imagine, a lot. Uh, where people are concerned about having like sort of older children in their 20s, maybe a little older, still living with them in the house and they sort of, you know, they'll explain this to me. They'll introduce them to us and we'll be talking to them and we'll be finding out about those problems. Access to services, caring services, that just seems to be coming up an awful lot. Um, I would say they're probably the two issues that people are bringing to us at the door without us having to prompt them, if you know what I mean. 